0: In the Pits now has a Patreon. Whether you want to get directly involved with the show, have a product or brand you want to promote, or just want to show support, In the Pits Patreon has tiers for all levels. Head to patreon.com slash Podcast to check out the supporter, sponsor, and partner tiers. Opening up a Patreon was a level I could never have imagined getting to when starting this show a year ago. And whether I get a thousand subscriptions or not a single one, I'm still super thankful for all of the support I've received from all of you. Enjoy the episode. In the Pits is partnered with Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. Based in Austin and servicing the surrounding areas, these golden eagles will bring life to any event you are having, from birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, corporate events, or even a simple performance to enjoy. Guillermo Padilla, one of their trumpet players, is also a member of the Texas paintball scene. Visit them on Facebook and Instagram to check out some of their past performances, or give them a call to book them for your event today. In the Pits is partnered with UNO's Jerky. Made right here in the state of Texas by J.C. Lemon. UNO's has some of the best tasting jerky around, and each flavor has ties back to Texas paintball. I personally recommend the Texas Titan flavor. Head to UNO'sJerky.com and use code PITS10, where a portion of every purchase will go back into the Texas paintball scene. In the Pits is partnered with XTPL Events. The Extreme Tournament Paintball League is a series put on by the Lukau family of paintball fit fame that gives the opportunity for players to learn and grow together as a team. Three-man, challengers and champions X-Ball, draft mech X-Ball, and even youth 3v3. There's something for everyone at XTPL. Not to mention prize tosses, raffles, and the infamous paintball munching contest. Events happen throughout the year, and the prizes never disappoint. Sign up for an XTPL event today on PB Leagues. In the Pits is partnered with Hydra. Designed by players for players, you can outfit yourself in Hydra gear from head to toe. Have confidence that when you make a purchase from Hydra, you are purchasing a well-tested and well-thought-out product, trusted by several top teams, including first-place semi-pro team paintballfit.com. I personally recommend their Hydra Black Knee Pads. Purchases over $100 receive free shipping. Head to hydra.fit to browse their selection and discover the Hydra mentality in the pits is partnered with Bem wraps behind every mask is a unique and creative player tap into it when you order your next custom headpiece their build a band lets you communicate with them one-on-one to make your order just the way you want all the way down to the color of the stitch check out their instagram at Bem wraps for drops and build videos of them working on orders they offer very competitive pricing so reach out today to get started on your own one-of-a-kind headpiece in the Pits is partnered with Skull Monkeys Paintball. Equip, engage, excel. In the Pits is sponsored by FU Athletics, created with a purpose and focused on building a better you. We are a brand that matters in your workout, and every purchase gives back to cancer research. Go to thefuathletics.com and use code In the Pits 25 for 25% off of your order. In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jell Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram and mention In the Pits podcast for 10% off your entire order. In the Pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first in line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message Get That underscore Shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a Get That Shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kumite. Paintball Kumite is a program designed by Colt Roberts of professional team San Antonio X Factor to take paintball players of all ages experience levels and skill groups and mold them into champions the program breaks the game down into small easy to learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game newcomers to the program get a free one hour introductory class when mentioning in the pits to sign up for a class message at paintball on instagram In the Pits is also partnered with our newest partner tier subscriber, YI Paintball. Paintball, there's nothing like it. On the field or off, it's not just a sport, it's a community. The people, our people, come from all over with vastly different lives during the week. But come time for Paintball, we're one community with a lot of stories about why. Follow YI Paintball on Instagram and meet the members of the paintball community. Learn about how they started, what their journey has been, and their ultimate why. Why Paintball? What's your why? And with that, welcome everybody to episode 64 of In the Pits Paintball Podcast. This podcast is focused on everything that has to do with the paintball scene here in Texas, from professional players and teams to new divisional programs, local tournament series, field owners, Texas-based brands, even photographers and videographers. Every week, we'll have a short and sweet episode with a new topic and a new special guest. I'm Christian Smith. I'm a player for the Texas Titans. And this episode, we are going In the Pits with Logan Hansel, player for Shut Up, We're Trying. Logan, how are you doing this evening? I'm good you? I'm feeling good I just got home like literally 15 minutes ago from a little nightball session we got a quick quick look at the Chicago layout it's looking pretty fun Uh, I think you're gonna enjoy it
1: I really hope so because every year in Chicago we podium but hopefully we uh hopefully we podium on top this time with first place you know
0: Hopefully. I, I mean, y'all are right there. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it. So let's get into it. So this first question is brought to us by XTPL Events. So for those listening that maybe don't know about you, how long have you been involved in the Texas paintball scene?
1: Um, for about five years now. Um, doesn't feel like it's that long. It kind of actually, I think it feels like it's been longer than five years, but I did the math. I actually went through PBL and looked when my first event was and was like, that was 2018 that's a that's a long time ago
0: (laughs) yeah it's crazy like you you can put in a couple of years and you're like man i've been playing this for five years or however long and you feel like that's a long time and then you look at some of the people that have been playing like professionally for 20 years let alone just playing the sport and you're like jeez that's a lot of years
1: most people i've been playing with have been playing longer than i've been alive like mark johnson and clinton all them been playing longer than i've been alive and i'm like that's just crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, it's definitely humbling. And how old are you? You're 19, right?
1: I just turned 19. Yeah.
0: Jeez. Young one here. Yep. <laughs> that's a, that's a, so what you've been playing since you were what? 13, 14?
1: At yeah, 13, pretty much.
0: Wow. That's awesome. So what are, what are some, uh, teams that you've played for over the years?
1: Um, I started out with, um, paintball fit 10 man. That was my first event ever, at, uh, NXL Texas, like it was mud fest. So, you know, crazy storms come through every year at Texas. Um, and then I got picked up by Shut Up We're Trying. And then I played D4 with Coalition. played a couple years with Shut Up We're Trying, took a step away, played with D4 Coalition, which was like a paintball fit, hydra fit, like a factory team. And then... Um, I didn't really play with anybody specifically on my D3 year. I guested with um, the Brooklyn Raptors, uh, Shut Up, We're Trying at Chicago, Brooklyn at Philly. I played with Coalition in Florida, the first event. And then I played with Shut Up D4, actually, at the event. And then um, I played. I went from D3 to pro with uh diesel last year at the end of the year for cup
0: and it's uh that's a very quick journey a very quick rise to the top but i'm sure that uh you definitely earned it and you've been doing things to impress the the pros around you on diesel so uh tell us
1: i was fine I, was
0: <laughs> I bet man but that's a that's a high honor and congratulations on that i'm sure you're gonna make a return here uh in a couple of years so uh yeah. Yeah. So this next question is brought to us by why I paintball our newest Patreon uh, partner to your subscribers. So tell us, how did you first get into paintball?
1: Um, it was Christmas time and this is kind of funny. Um, my mom bought me these two little, like, I think they were called JT impacts or JT pulses or something from like Academy, the tiny little CO2 cartridges that you have to screw into the gun. And then they run out. Um, But she bought them for me for Christmas. And, of course, those things are never chronoed, right? And so we were out in um, Texas, actually, over there by you. And uh, we set them up. We went to go play outside. And it's just my mom and I. And she said, all right, don't shoot me yet. And as soon as she turned around, I just picked up my gun and shot her right in the ass. And she was wearing nothing but jeans. And she was so mad. She lost her mind on me. It was I remember it to this day. She still talks about it every now and then. Um, and uh, I went to like Gatsplat for one of my birthday parties with a couple of my buddies. And then after I shot my mom with the paintball gun, um, she was like, all right, no more. You can go shoot other people, not me. And so I went to like Fun on the Run, DFW Adventure Park, and then uh, started. I found like I was on Instagram, like sixth grade year, um, and I saw this ad for. Uh, a big game event at paintball fit and uh it was like an easter event and so they had like this big easter egg hunt they still do it now uh every easter and uh that was the first time i ever played tournament paintball and it definitely uh kick the whole journey for sure yeah, it's
0: uh it's really cool how uh, jd does all these special events throughout the year and i've always wondered like how uh how effective that's been as far as growing the community around fit but uh it's it's cool to hear that you were you were one of those
1: dude my first um i don't i don't know if shorty knows this or not um sean from i think he plays with infamous now Mm. um we were playing on the same team and it was like me shorty couple of the fit guys and then on the other team was like tj danner and ryan hall and the whole point of the game was you got to collect the eggs some of the eggs had paintballs in them. Some of the eggs had prizes in them. Some of the eggs had candy in them. And uh, at the end, they had, like, these really big eggs, right? And they had they had money in them. So TJ and Ryan were like, all right, we're going to save our paint. We're going to sit in the back. We're not going to do anything crazy. We're just going to survive and save our ammo and save our air. Because, like, if you ran out of air, paint, you had to, like, walk off the field, right? Because it was uh, you just reinserted yourself and went off over and over. And... Uh, <laughs> It was like my first time ever playing speedball, and Shorty was in front of me in the snake. Remind you, I could barely hold my gun. Like, I'm like sitting here like, like, I can't, I can't shoot it. And Shorty's in front of me in the snake, and I get behind him, and Shorty's shooting down the wire, and I come out. Blast Shorty in the back of the head twice. So he reinserts, he gets in front of me again. And I'm like, I'm so scared at this point. I was so scared of getting shot. I was so scared to, like, be in the open. And I come over the top, and I see Shorty in front of me, and I dunk down on him and shoot him again. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I'm so sorry. And, um, yeah, that was, that was like, it's like a memory in my mind for the rest of my life. Like, I'll never forget just accident actually on purpose shooting shorty back in the back of the head a couple of times
0: uh, there it is i'm sure uh shorty's gonna i'm sure he was very thankful for that one i'm sure that uh he's not gonna forget that one and he'll he'll remind you of it whenever whenever he sees you again on the field
1: hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> love it
0: so this next question is brought to us by Pod Runners Union. So what are some things that have changed within the Texas paintball scene uh, over the time that you've been involved in?
1: Um I think the biggest thing is like the big difference right is going from D5 to about D3 point. In D5 you can play every tournament, right? You can play XBO, you can play XTPL, you can play um, the Houston series like the i think it's called HTPPS or HTTPs um like when i was d5 i played usxbl xtpl the Houston series um and like when you're d5 and d4 you can kind of jump around and play back and forth and play both like when you can, when you're down you can play up and when you're that one d4 player you can play with the d5 team um which is kind of what i did for a while like i would play played d5 for i think two seasons back to back um and then what was d4 i played like there was one weekend i played uh d5 usxbl d4 usxbl and premier usxbl all in one weekend um i think the hardest thing right now for higher divisional players is playing tournaments right like uh our D2 line doesn't get to play tournaments like we get to play X T P L champions, but we can't play it together. But like other um other states like uh Brooklyn Bears, they get to play with all their guys together. Like their whole D2 team is to play in these tournaments and they get to play together very often. Um I think Mike Henman's trying to bring back the whole premier or like D three league. Um, which would be great because it allows teams like us to actually get to compete versus just practicing all the time. Because there's there's a huge difference between practicing and playing. We can practice whoever we want, and it's not going to give us the same effect as playing an event, right? Um, And there's sometimes, like, like, uh, I have to travel out of state just to go play an event like WCPPL or... um, uh, an event here and there in Louisiana or something in the Midwest, um, but I think the whole Texas scene is growing. Uh, what JD and Sarah right now are, are doing right now is uh, they set up this new like youth program. Um, they actually just—I was out there last weekend and they had their. Uh, I think they're called the Dolls. Um, it's mm-hmm. a bunch of young girls who are playing paintball and they're not scared. They're running down the field. They're shooting each other. They're bunkering each other. Like they are ruthless. Um shout out to little Cooper Harrison. That kid is killing it. Like he's what, twelve, thirteen? And this man's playing every event he can play, national events, local events, like it's just stacking it up right now. And that's I love to see that because, like as a younger guy in the in the paintball scene, um when I was younger I always got dookied on and then now he's out here dooking on people like me and um, it's, it's crazy. I think, uh, the Texas scene is, it was really, really big at one point and I think it got a little smaller and then now I think it's getting bigger. Um, so that's, that's always a good thing to see.
0: Definitely. I know that, uh, as far as the divisions offered uh, like all obviously this year only offers division five and division four and they downsized a little bit this year and I know that with Hinman coming in he's gonna bring it bring back division three he's uh he's got goals to eventually have a Premier division I don't know how soon Texas will be ready to sustain a Premier division above division three but looking at the amount of teams that play all of the different series within Texas you know uh the XTPL, HTPS, USXBL bunker fest, like all of these different series that are going on within Texas, you've got four or five different leagues and there's going to be a ton of teams ranking up out of division four into division three. I think there's going to be at least eight or nine. So that's,
1: what's been the thing is like when I was in D four, we had the same D four teams that have been there before I even started paintball. Um, Greed has been pooping on people since I was even starting paintball, right? Um, they're, they're a really, really good team. Um, and they have, like, a bunch of different players that come in and out and get to play these events with them and help them out. Um, but then there's just there's some teams that just they can't beat them because they don't have the experience to beat them, right? Um, which is um, a good thing that Mike is kind of taking over the XBL because he has all of these... He's got his West Coast league, right? That can bring in teams from out there and kind of maybe bring one or two here to compete. And um, I think it'll be huge to have another D3 series around here. Um,
0: Definitely. Right? So I don't even little think... Little I don't, yeah, I don't even think the goal is to bring in teams from the outside. I think it's just to to grow from within because Texas, like, we always hear how Texas is, like, the current mecca of paintball then like why is the usxbl who has has been around for like 10 15 years like they they don't even have division three this year it seems kind of backwards so like now that mike's kind of taken over he's he's like given uh a new focus to the league and having division three again having premier have like offering youth division this year at the championships and i'm sure it will be every event going forward like texas is gonna it's already feels like it's been like really crowded in the lower divisions like division five have you seen some of these teams that are playing division five they do not look like division five teams it's insane
1: yeah um a lot of people don't want to move up in the ranks they're they're okay with staying where they're at just so they can try to win right which is okay which is cool because like who doesn't want to win i want to win you want to win who everybody loves winning but it's kind of to the point where you've got to move up just to not, in, not only increase your chances of getting better but increase other people's chances of getting better at the same time
0: right and eventually like the goal should be to move up and, and be some of the best and like compete at that level and have like, sure, you may have like a full trophy wall, but if it's like the same division five, division four year after year after year, like eventually, eventually it like the meaning kind of diminishes a little bit. I think, I think it would be much more meaningful for players and teams if they move like eventually and Granted, there hasn't really been the space for them to move up within Texas without going and playing national leagues. So um, now that it seems like the, Texas is kind of ready for it, right?
1: And I think that's kind of been the thing is like top tier D4 teams that are on the verge of going to D3 don't want to have to go to D3 because then they have to play NXL or they have to play the national events. It's not a bad thing, but... Um, it would be nice to have another D3 series around here that has the competition. Because, like, USX, we had Premier for a while, and Premier was full. And then it just kind of dwindled down to the point where it was four to five teams, I think, last year. And then it's just the same two teams competing against each other every event. And, uh, like, um, Tribe Tribe did something great for themselves. They, uh, I think they skipped a D4 season, played Premier, so way they got better with higher competition and went back to D4 and then just mollywhopped people, mm-hmm. which was really good for them. Um, and they were OK with losing in the Premier, so they would be winning in D4, which is kind of a huge sacrifice that they had to make. That was a huge impact to them.
0: Right. And the the Titans did the same thing uh, two years ago. Oh, there are yeah. current Division three line. They were playing Premier two years ago. And then dropped down to Division Four last year and uh, had a lot of really good success in Division Four, which you know you learn more by like playing people better than you on a consistent basis. So uh, it's it's great to see that uh, we're at a point structurally within Texas that uh, the kind of pathway is going to be more there for everybody. And I think next season is going to be very very exciting time with a a whole lot of new division three uh teams and players that are being forced to move up maybe a few more division two like we're like gradually getting to the point where texas is going to be its own like similar structure to wc where we're going to have a full premier division full division three full division four full division five and for a for the region that's being constantly called the mecca of paintball that's kind of how it should be
1: um, we definitely were the Mecca for a little bit. I don't know necessarily if we were the Mecca as in volume-wise, but performance-wise we were the Mecca. Because, like, everywhere Texas teams traveled, they whooped up on everybody, right? Um, NXLs, Florida events, Cali events. Um, and then it kind of dwindled down for a little bit. And then now I think we're starting to get that volume back. Um I don't think we really ever lost the performance side of it. I think we lost the volume of it. Mm-hmm. Now we're trying to get that volume back and it's only going to cause great things from there.
0: For sure. Yeah. And we'll see, I mean like even, even at the higher divisions, like pro semi pro division two, second second place team, San Antonio X factor in pro first place, semi pro team paintball fit first place, division two team shut up or trying. Uh, so like we've, we've got the, we've got the talent in like, Even the last couple of years, we've got Texas teams winning divisions all the time. So, if we if we can get more volume there, because there there we have the player base.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, uh, my next question for you: You participated back in 2019. You did the winter combine. Uh, So, tell me a little bit about that experience.
1: Um. combine was one of the coolest experiences that i've ever experienced um, because it went from players like me um, colton Dahl, a bunch of young players that really weren't anything at the time um, playing with like people who have been playing for 30 25 years right Um, the first day was the first day was tough because the first day was just drills and those drills took it out of you right um like when i first started i could barely hold my gun right so like my snapshot was doo-doo uh, my running guns were doo-doo all i all i really had at the time was was speed right so we, we did drills that was like a 50-yard dash slide shoot a target that's the one drill that i placed in. every other drill i was not i didn't even come close to placing um, so it was really cool on how it like ranked you from your drills. And then you the next day you got to play in a tournament with people that were kind of midly ranked with you. And then you had like a pro coach. Like my coach was Greg Sewers for the first day and the second day. I got lucky enough to have the same coach both days. Um, like the first day I played with a couple of people. Um, I don't really remember a bunch, a bunch of their names, but on, on the second day, played a d4 event so i went from playing the d i think it was d6 actually florida had d6 um and then the second day i played d4 um and i'm sure you know who jackson Frey is Mm. i had jackson Frey as a teammate and like um that was a huge confidence booster was to be able to play with somebody that's like oh he's actually good at paintball he knows he knows this game i'm just Wherever Greg says to run to, I run to, and then it goes from there, right? Um, after that event, the whole networking uh, was was crazy. Like, I met so many people. Um, like, in paintball, you meet a lot of people that you think are, oh, that's a weird dude. Then you get to know him, and you're like, oh, shit, he's actually really cool. Um, and that's kind of just – it's one of those things. Like, you meet all these pro players – yeah they have a really high status but they're they'll sit there and w- they're willing to talk to you for 30 minutes to an hour of just ball, right? And even life sometimes like um the first day Brad McCurley played with Dallas back in the time um uh we had an like a off period and I was like, "Hey man, do you mind if we like do like a one-on-one or something?" We played like a a one-on-one and uh we lasted like 2 minutes and then I think I even shot near him but he just came out and smoked me and it was just it was one of those awesome like just experiences to be at
0: for um, sure yeah I and that's something that's that I tell know. everybody on the show just don't be afraid to reach out and make those connections with people because there's so many that are like they're going to give you the time of day and even more than that you know they'll like do drills with you they'll bounce ideas back and forth uh they'll do one-on-ones they'll come like they'll give you tips and suggestions and so many people in paintball are and not just pros like anybody so if you're wanting to make a connection with someone just reach out to them
1: anthony uh and Lori from the bki program are you don't see them very much i mean if you're up north you probably do but down here we don't see them very much but they are huge um influencers in this game like they make it happen for some players um they're, they're kind of that little gap between like a dream and an actual like reality. Like They kind of bridge that gap together. And the, it's, it's crazy what they actually do for younger players in, uh, in the States just to make paintball happen for them.
0: Yeah, and we need people like that, people like them, yeah. people like J.D. Lucal and the Lucal family. Yes.
1: Oh my God, yes.
0: Yeah, people like Alex Martinez at X Factor.
1: He still owes me a pink helmet. Don't let him forget. If you ever see a, a uh, Alex Martinez, tell he still owes me that pink helmet.
0: All right. I'm, I'm sure he'll get it for y'all. T- I'll see him this weekend. Uh, so as far as the, the combine and BKI, are they like, are they pretty much the same thing or what, what's the difference? Cause I'm, I'm, you've done both, right?
1: Yeah. So BKI put on the combine, right. Then BKI puts on that BKI summer camp, uh, which the summer camp was one of the, honestly, one of the other coolest experience I've ever been to. It was like a week full of just paintball and hanging out with friends. Like I met so many people that I never thought I would gel with. And I gelled with them. Um, did a lot of drills, a lot of learning and it was so much fun. And the cook at camp, I have never been to a restaurant in Texas that cooks better than Carmen. Like, holy shit, dude. Um, I've never had lobster before. The man made us lobster. Um, His burgers to die for. Breakfast? Oh my! I can't find breakfast around here that's that good. Like the food was phenomenal. Um, And you just you played so much paintball all day for like five days straight. You played a tournament at the end of the day, and um, at the end of the week, um, was it was by far one of the coolest things besides the common that I've done. honestly the only reason that i know ryan greenspan and spica and all the pros um i've seen nick sloviak's toes more than i've seen my own toes i think he always wears freaking flip flops uh, <laughs> um, i raced ryan greenspan on the on the second day uh, and then pat Kraft on the third day And pat craft i don't know if i have this shirt here but he had the like, this big nyx shirt that was like Five sizes too big for him and just swallowed him up, and I was like, "Hey man, you want to ra- you want to race?" And he goes, "All right, but you got to make a bet." And so I don't remember what I bet him, but he bet me the shirt off his back at the end of the day, and so we raced. We raced two times out of three, and I beat him twice. And so at the end of the day, he gave me this nasty, sweaty, gross paintball-filled shirt, and I put it in a garbage bag and put it in my suitcase. I was like, "This is coming home with me for sure."
0: Love it. So I. Uh- oh, no. Go ahead.
1: The whole BKI thing is just uh, not only one of the best experiences, but one of the best opportunities you can have as a young and up-and-coming player. Um, it just kind of gets you on that platform to get yourself out there.
0: It's awesome. So I'm assuming you would recommend it to other, like, younger players out there to do either BKI or the combine.
1: Yeah, I actually had uh, Ashton Wright and Landon from uh, I think they play with Outlaw Energizing now. They were on my AC Kids team for a while. Um, They went out there this past month or so, whenever they had it, and uh, they took first place in the tournament. And um, I think Ashton got the little rascal coin, which he is a little rascal, so that makes sense. But um, it's it's so good for young and upcoming players. You learn not only physically but mentally. Like I learned more mentally from that event or from that weekend than I did physically. It's it's insane.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, when you Think about it. Whenever you're going to practice on a weekend, you get what, like four to six hours on the field total versus like if you go to one of these camps, you're doing it for what, like an entire week and you're, you're around paintball all yeah, like, the entire almost,
1: time. Almost eight hours a day, pretty much.
0: Yeah and I'm sure that's like just on the field stuff. I'm sure you did a few like kind of classroom type things as well and then just being around the the pros and other players that you could just talk paintball with. So you're literally surrounded by it like but for what? Basically every waking hour so 16 hours times however many days that's like let's say like 80 hours that you're uh you're getting paintball just in one week and how how long is it going to take you to get 80 hours of paintball otherwise like you know a couple months
1: Yeah. yeah exactly like you wake up eat breakfast watch film see what we're doing for the day watch them do it before we do it and then at the end of the day you watch film from the day you watch who did what the best how to fix small things film from the pros playing the events and it's it's the it was the best so
0: it's awesome. So, uh, yeah, in the chat, Jessica Stavina says uh, Landon and Ashton went because of you and Landon ended up getting MVP. Ashton definitely got the rascal coin. Uh, Chris Isaacs in the chat asks uh, about those programs. Is there is there like an age limit or is it is it pretty much just for kids or what's what's the target audience there for the combine in the BKI summer camp?
1: I think the target audience is more for younger players, but they still have people that are 30-plus years. Like when I was there, I think I was 15 or 16, and uh had people like Edward Dizon and them out there who are 30-plus years. I don't want to say 40-plus years, but they're definitely 40-plus years. Um, and uh, there's it's a huge gap of players. Um, there's this guy that plays for NYX now. I think his name's Vince Newell or uh, Vince. Sum- I forget his last name. Sorry, Vince. Um, but uh, he was in that program with me at that summer camp, and he's out there playing uh, pro with NYX now. Um, uh, same thing for like Ben Slaughter and Colton Dahl, freaking William Newberry. All those people. They just it's it's, it's the best place that you can be to. Network yourself and to grow. So it's definitely for everybody. Whoever has the interest in getting better and getting better fast, that's definitely the uh, the route to go.
0: For sure. All right. So this next question is brought to us by Bem Raps. So you began your paintball career, uh, like fully playing tournaments with the shut up program in 2018 is when your first event was. And here we are five years later, you're still playing for shut up or trying, uh, still in the same program. So what benefits would you say that you've enjoyed just coming up consistently in the same program versus someone who maybe has like, would need to hop on different teams every season?
1: Um, learning and growing. Right, so, like when I first started, when we had tryouts <laughs> i was I was so bad, right? I was so bad to the point where people that played with me told Jerry, the owner of the team, "Don't pick this kid up, don't pick him up, he sucks, he's terrible, and then Jerry and them they took a chance on me, and it I guess it kind of paid off um I think it's a huge thing. I didn't necessarily stick with shut up for the entire period of my career but I was still a part of them. Like I was still brothers with everybody on the team. Um, It went from being a one-line team to a two-line team, three-line team. And I think right now we have eight different lines, um, different divisions, um, all different caliber. Um, It's one point, I think we were the biggest organization in Texas. I think we still might be the biggest organization in Texas as, like, player-wise. We have a lot of new players come in every once in a while. We have tryouts every year. Um, We actually just picked up one of my AC kids, Cullen, um, to come play D2 with us, and he performed, so he got his shot. He earned it. Um, I think the biggest thing is just growing with the people around you. Um, I enjoy playing with anybody who enjoys playing paintball, but uh, the group that we have right now is the same group that brought me up. So uh, it was definitely like a it was a good choice for me to back down and uh, play with these guys again because they they make it worth it for sure. Um, and then like along the lines, you meet guys like Chris Odom. Um, if he's at an NX event, he's going to be in our pits he's he's just there he's such a big character um i think it's a huge thing to find a group that you gel with and work with it like there's always going to be opportunities to go somewhere else to go down to go up and i took that opportunity to go up with diesel and it was a great opportunity and i would never uh never uh, i don't even know the right words to use um
0: Just never forget. I guess always be grateful of the, of the
1: yeah. I'm always grateful for it, but um, like maybe I should have never left my shut up guys and just rang it out with them. Um, which we're doing we're doing pretty good right now. We're we're sticking in there. We're uh, we're digging deep and we're trying to trying to go from there.
0: Right. I mean, uh, at the same time though, as as far as getting the call from a pro team, like that's that's an opportunity that very few ever get. So I'm sure that no one. Uh, thinks that you made the wrong choice by playing with Diesel, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, yeah, one of the things that I remember Colt Lukau said whenever I had him on was the the biggest thing that divisional players can do is to stick together with the same group and grow together because you're going to grow so much faster if you're playing with the same group of guys for multiple years uh, versus if you're if you're switching every season, then you have to – start all over again. You have to build chemistry, figure out what works, what doesn't work, even do things like relearn things like basic call outs on the field. And uh, that can definitely hinder your growth, but just it's, and I think Texas has figured that out now and you're seeing how many programs are across the state versus just like individual lines that are just popping up here and there. There's definitely less of those like, programs like shut up or trying programs like tko the texas titans uh the dragoons outlaw anodizing um like so many like good programs austin hypnotic uh, another one austin notorious has obviously been around for a long time and the benefits of having a program to grow within um not only like hey this program they've been around for a long time they've got connections with maybe some local pros and those guys come out and and help you know do clinics or maybe even coach you at events and those things like that so uh if you're out there and for anyone listening that maybe is like hmm they're either they don't have a team or they're considering like what team to go on like i would strongly encourage you to find a a program that has multiple lines from bottom to top and, and go get on one of those teams and stick with them. Like even, even through like the tough times, maybe you go through a, a season and you don't make a single playoff. Then, you know, that happens, but then, you know, if you stick with it for multiple years, then you're going to be, you're going to be pretty good. And all those players are going to grow together.
1: I, t- I completely agree. Cause like, um, When you have a big organization, it allows those lower division players to work with and against the upper, the higher level players. Because like on the off weekends, we'll jump in with our lower division players and jump in with us and we'll play against them and we'll play with them. Like we'll interchange our players. and um, All of it really creates an experience for paintball players to get better. Um, You don't get worse by playing better players only get better Uh, whether you're getting pooped on by higher players or not you're you're getting better Um, which i think is the huge thing with uh, bigger organizations now some organizations can be hard to find playing time that could just be a depth chart roster but i think um, bigger organizations open a lot of opportunities for you to grow Mm
0: -hmm. and that's why Division five teams are so good in Texas
1: right now. Yeah. Yeah. These division five teams are like division four teams back when I first started. Facts.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, uh, sauce here in the chat says, uh, that the, probably the scariest part is trying to get involved as a newcomer to the sport. And, uh, definitely he says he definitely, or he or she says they definitely want to try to look for a team, but it leads back into that fear of wanting to reach out. uh, Trust me when I say like especially division like especially divisional players or even pros like anybody they remember what it was like when they first started out and for so many of us who started out like let's say like seven to ten years ago a lot of us had to figure it out on our own and it sucked like I mm-hmm. uh, I know you were saying, Logan, like when you first got on Shut Up, like you, there were other people telling Jerry that, hey, this guy sucks. Don't let him on. Like that was yeah. that was definitely me. And I sucked for a very long time, like for four <laughs> or five years when I was with the Texas Longhorns. And I finally like got on the the program. Like we started the Texas Titans and like it's crazy how fast the improvement can come whenever you you're like given that direction and you're you know like exactly like you're given the roadmap essentially versus just trying to figure out everything and so
1: yeah um (laughs) to comment on his statement or their whoever it is statement Mm. um players look scary Um, most paintball players Look very well put together, or they look like they just got out of prison. Um, but they haven't met a rude, mean paintball player in a long time. Everybody's like, hey, man, what's up?" Like everybody, like the paintball community is such such an odd community because you've got people from all different backgrounds, all different areas, all different experiences, and not very many times do you ever meet somebody that's just an an a hole and just. Like, no, don't talk to me. Like, everybody is always willing to help, always willing to answer questions. And they're always willing just to sit there and talk about paintball. Like, it's, it's different than almost any other sport I've ever seen. Um, for sure. And the meanest-looking the- meanest person could be the nicest. Like, Chris Odom, mean-looking person. He's freaking huge, but one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet. Um, it's, paintball is awesome in that, in that aspect, for sure.
0: Definitely. And even if they look like the meanest people on the field, like, and so many of us are like, when we're, we're, we're playing in the middle of a match, like we're going to be mean, but yeah. Yeah, as field- soon as
1: like on the field, I'm going to be a, yeah, I'm going to be mean, but off the field, yeah. it's what's up, dude. High five. Like I'll bullshit with you for 30 minutes. And on the field, there's, there's no bullshit to be had. It's straight to the point. And uh, off the field, we're, we're good to go.
0: Definitely. So, uh, next question here. Uh, so there's lots of programs that play out of paintball fit and in the DFW area in general, like, uh, we've got the greed avarice program, the shut up or trying TKO. Um, at one point, uh, I'm sure when you're first starting out, I think Texas phalanx was still around. Um, so, and then of course, like guys like TOG, which eventually like some of them split off and became TKO, but why was it that you chose Shut Up or trying?
1: Honestly, because of the people that were in the group. Um, Barry Phillips, <laughs> Justin Glidewell, Brandon Allison, um, Abe Hernandez doesn't play anymore, um, Jesse Castro. Uh, all of them... I was a younger player so all of them kind of took me under their wing There were a lot of wings at the time Um, my mom likes to say it took a village which it definitely took a very 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 large village Uh, but it was it was the people man it was they they took care of me they helped me out Um, Justin used to drive me to practice Justin lived 30 minutes in the opposite direction and used to like come pick me up for practice so I could play paintball um abc did the same thing um all of them were always willing to go above and beyond for me so that i could play paintball and so i could get better um and that was one of the the biggest things and obviously being a paintball fit team helped um because we got the best practice of anywhere else in the nation um best fields. so um uh we had a lot of different opportunities too um like my my first d5 season i played um and then we i think i took second world cup and then my next d5 season we won world cup and then my d4 season i played with coalition but um there's just such the network of shut up we're trying was so huge that it was it was kind of hard to leave um definitely make it worth staying because just hanging out with them is the highlight of my week for the most part. Definitely. Um, having these uh, divisional teams below us right now, um, they're some of the coolest. They might be some of the weirdest people I've ever met, but they are by far the coolest people I've ever met. Like We got um, musical artists on our team. We got we had NFL football players on our team. We got... <laughs> I don't even know what else we have on it. Like they're just we have some of the coolest people on in our organization and it it just makes it worth it.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's why we do it is for the connections with the different people. Indeed. And, and uh, talking about your D4 season with coalition, let's dive into that a little bit more. So this question is brought to us by Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. So 2021 was a big season for you. Your D4 season Uh, You won three events in the NXL with coalition and you also took home the series championship. So what were you doing that season during uh, to prepare and what did it mean to you coming away with that first place in the series?
1: Um, dude, we worked our asses off, like no joke. We played just as much as paintball. Well, at the time paintball fit was AC Dallas, right? We were playing a, pro team at the time every weekend layout practices non layout practices night's like we were in the trenches with them every week um so we would play them nonstop like legitimately nonstop um and uh it got to the point to where we had gelled together so well and most of it might have been the most fruity shit I've ever seen in my life but uh, it, was, it, it was the most fun we've ever had. Um, like uh, Travis, Matt Crowder, Spencer, which we don't ever see Spencer anymore, but uh, Yosh, Yosh Designs, um, CJ Fine Hour. Um, we just we gelled together so good that we were like another miniature paintball fit. Like all the guys on Baby Fit have been playing together for years and years and years. And we just kind of they 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 picked us from other teams, and we came together, and it just it worked and it was uh it was by far worth it for sure um, and we just we worked our butts off for sure. I have never played so much paintball besides that year ever. Um, I think I've played more paintball that year than I have in the other four years combined.
0: And that's a that's a lot of sacrifice, but that's it's yeah. it feels great whenever you like you get to the end and your hard work is paid off. And it's yeah. and also, like playing
1: event by event, mm-hmm. like Florida, we won. We didn't expect to win. We had no clue that we were even top tier in division four. And then um what events after that? Philly?
0: Philly, yep.
1: Um Philly was a hard one because we were we had I think we had six people every event. Um, and that dust bowl of Philadelphia at the time was just, it was rough. Um, but we we made it through. Um, we had such versatile, oh, I forgot Caleb Baisley. I'm sorry, Caleb, I didn't mean to forget you. Um, but uh, we just, we made it happen. And, uh, and then Chicago after that, we beat the Brooklyn Raptors. Um, and then taking the series title, taking the, the World Cup was tough for us. We we had seven we had all of our players at once, which was different than having six. We had seven, which was not much different. But um we lost in um semifinals. We got jammed by Jams Factory. Um and um we took the series um, but we had two sick players at the time. Um I dislocated and fractured my shoulder at, at the first day. Um, played the rest of the event. Crowder was sick. Caleb was sick. Um, It was just, it didn't line up for us. We tried, but we still took the series, so I'll take that any day.
0: Yeah, well, uh, World Cup's a different beast altogether, right? So
1: I still got the ring for that one. Where is it at? Uh, Yeah, that's the top one over there, the ring. Nice. uh, Yeah.
0: Love it. So uh, this next question is brought to us by Paintball Kumite. So shut up or trying has a strong history in the nxl dating all the way back to 2017 where they took uh they won multiple events in d5 five man uh at nxl texas and then again at world cup and then every nxl event uh since then you're usually finding shut up or trying like deep into sunday so what does shut up or trying do as a program to prepare for events and have all of these successful finishes
1: um i think for them back in the day like jerry and justin both played together when it first started. Those two have been the core of this team since it started. Right, um, they've both worked their asses off for sure. Um, I know from the divisional aspect, like my D five and D four year, we practiced every weekend. The on off weekends, layout weekends, um, we practice our butts off and. Not only were we practicing different teams but we were practicing also our higher division teams so like my d4 my d5 t- line practicing the d4 line and um, uh, like my d- my second d five year when we won cup d4 line won cup at the same time and so it was just it was one of those really cool experiences where like man, we must have been doing something right at the time because we were winning the divisions, like not just we weren't winning the one division, we were th- winning the divisions. Mm. Uh, and we, it, I think it really just came down to practicing the people at Paintball Fit, like practicing the higher division players on the off weekends, um, getting better at paintball in general. Because when you play a layout, you get better at the layout, right? But when you play paintball on the off weekends against better teams, Get better at actual paintball because you're not worried about oh i have to get to this spot shoot this gap and shoot them you're just worried about okay gunfight okay run to my spot shoot on the way or it's it's all the small things that you don't really think about when you're playing paintball uh on a layout practice but it's it's really the off weekends that pay off for layout practices and layout and events and um we definitely we definitely put a lot of work in back then and still do now for events so um yeah
0: Yeah, it takes uh takes a whole lot just to work on your fundamentals and i know uh some players weren't happy whenever it went to one layout weekend instead of two this year uh and you know the reasons aside for that change but um Ultimately, like I mean, when, whenever you're doing the non layout weekends, you're, you're focusing more on you know building teamwork and uh, even a little bit more on your individual skills and things like that.
1: I think the whole one layout weekend was a good thing for paintball, honestly, because it allows people to play more events, right? Like in Texas, we would have an NXL and then. One or two weekends after we'd have a usxpl or an xtpl that one weekend kind of makes it more affordable for people like um my mom stopped paying for me to play paintball when i was 14 so i had to like come up with the money on my own Um uh, and it kind of like this new one layout weekend still helps me right now like now i don't have to pay a bunch of money to play two layout weekends i just pay a lot of money for one weekend just to to grind on that layout, right? Um, I think it opens the door for a lot more divisional teams to play more events because then it's not only – I wouldn't say it's less practice because you still have to practice on the off weekends. Otherwise, you're not getting better. You're just learning the layout. Um, And I I think that the one weekend has kind of helped some teams do that. Um, And I think it not only helps – Pro teams, because um, all pro teams are really good pro teams. But it really just depends on the layout. And it depends on how much they've put in the work. Like Dynasty and Damage, they've been playing for 20, 30 years. Ryan's, what, 50-something years old? They've been playing for <laughs> forever, dude, forever. And then you get teams like New York Extreme. Not all of them have been playing forever. And uh, they're coming out and they're kicking ass, too. So it's just... it's. Paintball's weird, man. Paintball's Pimple, weird, definitely. But, uh, and
0: I, I think, as far as the one layout weekend thing, uh, they I think the idea there was that um, I guess the better teams would have more time or maybe that it was it had to do with like funding within the NXL Pro division how uh, they were trying to use it as more of an equalizer um they their thought was hey these these higher funded teams are just going to have more money to figure out more bounce shots and things like that and so we'll just do it on one weekend and it'll be a little bit like less time and everybody will be more focused on learning the layout versus learning the bounce shots uh but then that backfired because the the more funded teams could afford to say hey you know what you're going to take off this whole week and we're going to play as soon as the layout drops, we're playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday. Tuesday. We're yep. going to f- fly over Thursday. We've got a practice at the event, and then we play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So um, in, reality, is, uh, in, the- yeah. in reality, yeah, in reality, it just it the teams that the, the have nots in the NXL Pro Division got uh, their playing time or their preparation time cut in half versus uh, the more funded teams just uh, uh, barreled down during the week. So. Uh, I, I think next season they're going to go back to two layout weekends, which uh, I know the local fields should probably be happy because they're going to get to sell more paint. So, you know,
1: we'll see. I would, I would love to see blind layouts for every division, if, if not every division, the pro division. I think blind layouts would just, it would best, better team wins. Like, it would, it would be crazy to just see blind layouts. Like, what events do blind layouts? XTPL does blind layouts, Bunker Fest does blind layouts.
0: Um I know WC do you, does blind WC layouts
1: do. um, I don't know a whole lot of the series up in the north and the northeast and the west but um
0: I want to say MVPS they, moved to blind layouts this year
1: so, I think so yeah the think Florida think series blind um, layouts change a whole lot
0: mm. a whole lot yeah it's it's an interesting approach right uh, I think for the NXL um you know, they're going to either do, it's either two weekends or zero, but we'll see how the next season looks. So, uh, this next question is brought to us by skull monkeys paintball. So last year's world cup, uh, uh we were talking about your, kind of your journey a little bit earlier, but last year's world cup, you will pulled up to play for AC diesel for the, for world cup. So what was that experience like both in terms of like how your practice and your preparation had to change? And then like your experience at the event itself.
1: Um, it was sick. <laughs> it was, it was sick. Um, so getting ready for that event, um, uh, well, beforehand, I had already had, you know, some connections with Mark and Greg and them. I played, um, I think I played one or two ICPLs with them, like the 10 mans and the five mans and just started connecting myself with them. And then, um, the, uh, Sunday before World Cup, a layout practice before World Cup I was on the field with shut up We're trying playing against um, I think Tribe and a couple of other teams getting ready for Cup right it was Sunday morning and Greg came over and was like um, he was talking to Jerry I don't know exactly what was said um, and I'm going to be very cautious um, but he basically was like man I need a player and we want Logan and Greg and Mark didn't really give uh once once Jerry said it was okay so we all kind of had like a little sit down together and everybody was like Is there a thumbs up or thumbs down for me to go because if everybody said thumbs down I stayed with, with shut up right at an event we were prepping for that event we were getting ready for it like I was with them and then everybody was like look dude we're not going to be mad at you for getting the shot. Like this could be your opportunity. This could be the, the shot you've been looking for. Cause like, since I started, the whole plan was to go pro and for it to happen that quickly was scary, but cool. Um, and not a single one of them gave me the thumbs down. Every single one of them wanted me to play with them, but they all were excited and they were not going to hold me back from, from going to play with them, which was cool of them, which was great. Um, and then so halfway through Sunday, uh, Greg and Mark didn't give the guys a choice. They said, I know you guys think Logan's a shithead, which, yes, he is a little shithead, um, but he's going to be playing with us. And so I get right to the practice, and um, I'm either running to the corner or I'm going up the center. And um, my first point at practice with them, my first point practicing with pros against pros up through the middle stand over the top, shoot Adam Gomez in the face, then get stuck by Patty Gleason. And I was like, this is cool. I like this already. I'm like It was such a cool experience being there with them and getting to practice with them. Um, then my whole demeanor had to change, right? Because I had to go from being Division Three and being a kid, to going pro and having to act like a professional, um, uh, so i just kind of shut my mouth and listened to what they had to say cuz everything they had to say was super important um which was really really cool cuz I, le- I learned a lot in a short amount of time i went from just playing paintball to actually understanding paintball just in 3 hours of being with them right um and then going to cup with them was was cool Got to be in the house with them. Got to listen to all their opinions, all their ideas. Um, Being in the pits was cool. I did not expect to get very many points at cup. And I got quite a lot. Um, I think our first match was with damage. I think I played three or four points against damage. And my first point ever, I walked out on the field... I told Andy, I, I was walking next to Andy Horvath and I was like, dude, this shit is crazy. He goes, You're fine, just get over there. <laughs> so I walk over the box, I touch the box and the buzzer goes off. And I literally like as the buzzer goes off, I'm like, like my jaw kinda just drops. And I'm like so I'm running to my spot shooting my gun and then the first kill I ever get was I smoke Keith Brown in the face sitting there on the wedge, holding my gun, and I smoke Keith Brown in the face, and I drop my lane, and I turn around to Andy and Mark, and I go, kill one, kill one, 11, Ricky. And I just, I turn back, and I keep playing, and then um, I trade out with somebody, and then I was like, dude, two kills, my first pro point ever, like, lit. Like, it was, it was such, like, a, it was so cool that I can't ever forget it
0: um yeah i know uh man. verbal he posted that like his clip uh that went like super viral i want to say it's like his his most viewed clip uh was your very yeah, first it was, point it was
1: like 11 or 12 million or something like that on, i can find it real quick but um yeah dude it was insane and it, it was so it just got i got so excited i felt like a little kid in a candy shop again um yeah it was it was legit let's see here yeah, eleven and a half million views on one of them, and then the one I was just talking about had nineteen million views. Um, so yeah, yeah, freaking crazy.
0: Sure. And I know we were all pretty excited to see your debut and how how well you did on that on that layout. Uh, which, granted that that center, it was like, oh, we're we're going back to the old school wall, and uh we all I'm know like the...
1: scared the piss out of me. <laughs> Cool. like all those big bunkers stuck together because, like, it, it just scared me. Like, I just ran to the 50, and if I, I, could st- I could stand over the top, right? Me and Andy were the only two on the team that could stand over the top, and Andy played in the back, and I was, like, the front player that could see over the top. So, like, uh, the Paris Camp Carnage game, I think I got a three-pack in, like, 20 seconds just by running there, shooting one guy, shooting another, and then shooting another guy. I was like, dude, this is sick.
0: Yeah. I I also played the wall. I can't see over the top. I'm not that tall, but, uh, it it was, it was a fun one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people in the chat giving you some love. They love that story. Uh, so, uh, kind of my next question is, and we're going to skip around a little bit on the script that I sent you, but, uh, like kind of on your journey up to the top and then back, to Division Two, like who are some of the individuals that have helped you along the way?
1: Jerry Phillips, the owner of Shut Up or Try, uh, Justin Gladwell for sure, Brandon Allison, <laughs> uh, Jacob Johnson, Jay Money, and I have been friends since we started. Um, we grew together. We hated each other at first. We would, oh my God, we'd have Jerry would have to separate us at practice because we would sit there and beef with each other nonstop brothers would like we would hate we, we hated each other but we loved each other um um the luke How family for sure oh my god i would not be anywhere without the luke How family um definitely pissed off a lot of them pissed off Colt and johnny and chavez and trenton and all of them because i was really annoying still am um but they had never, never done, done anything besides uh vouch for me and help me um Johnny kind of took me under his wing for a little bit and helped me become, like, not such a crazy little shithead versus, like, bringing me down to earth a little bit and keeping me level and teaching me how to just shut my mouth and just play the game. Um, JD has been a supporter since I started. Always helped me out. He's always been there. Um, I think who else? Mark Johnson for sure. Greg Um, um, Spica and Mouse have definitely helped me out over the past year. Um, They've kind of took me under their wing, helped me out, helped me grow. Um, Who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting a couple people for sure. Travis Green Travis is one of my best friends to this day Uh, he moved away for a little bit but he better be moving back if you're watching this you better move back ASAP or we're going to have issues okay um uh Meter um Meter was one of the biggest um I guess influences influencers might be the right word um he uh Kind of talk to me here and there, and help me get my shit kind of together, and um, learn just how to play baseball instead of uh, have such a big mouth on the field, and just learn how to take care of business. So, um,
0: yeah, yeah, that's a that's quite the list that you got there. Uh, yeah, sure. It's uh, there's there's more to come, and even a few people just here and there, maybe that uh, it didn't make this. At least I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure there's a few people out there that uh that have also helped you that maybe you didn't get to, but the the point I guess there is like even listening to last week's episode with Paul Hubert and Ty Bateman, like there's just so many individuals that are gonna help you to the top. Uh so that's that's yeah the, yeah, when going was, back to the point.
1: I should have written the list down if I had thought about it more and more, but there's so many people. Um yeah. Like since I was from D5 to now, just so many people that have helped me. And that's the biggest thing is everybody's just willing to help. And that's what's crazy is nobody's really against you off the field. They're all willing to put that foot forward and help you.
0: Exactly. Going back to our point earlier in the show, just make those connections. Yeah. Yeah. So this next question is brought to us by FU Athletics. Uh, go to thefuathletics.com. Use code in the pits 25 for 25% off of your order. So all of the moments in your career, what's your single favorite moment so far?
1: This one's hard because there's a lot. Um, I, I thought about this one when you sent me the list couldn't figure out one in my head. Um, single favorite. It's probably gonna be winning World Cup my second D5 year. That was just one of those life-altering moments that I can never just recreate. Like even if I go win D when we go win World Cup this year. Um I don't think it's gonna match what it did back in the day, like at the time. Um, it was it was just it was crazy. Like we won we won World Cup. Like we weren't supposed to win. I'm telling you, my D five like year we were we were doo doo, doo doo, like big wop toilet size doo doo. <laughs> like just that. And somehow we just we made it work. We were kinda we picked up a couple players last minute and we just Win with it, and it worked. And that was one of the most times that I've ever had in my life, and I wouldn't trade that for for anything. Um, and um, probably the um, four-year with Coalition World Cup. Even though we didn't win, we got the series title. That event was so much fun because we shared a house with the AC Dallas guys, so the fit guys So there was like 20 of us in one house and like we went to the store. and We all bought little nerf guns I think Sarah and JD got us all like little nerf guns and so we had nerf war battles in the house and That shit went crazy (laughs) We had our teams like Brody Lukow was playing and the the base was like the door so he had to go touch the door he like (laughs) He ran into the door and shattered it shattered the door. like he was just trying to go touch it touch it and he just checked it and the whole door just goes shattered um it was oh my god it was so much fun
0: oh, i love it those are the moments right there it's not the on the field stuff it's the off the field
1: it was all the off the field like driving to philly this year like we drove 25 hours to philly jeez drive into Chicago and I think the only reason that we made this decision to drive and the lights were cheap like we didn't do it because of money I think we did it just because it was bonding time allowed us to hang out in the car like I hate long car drives the 25 hours to Philly were the most 25 most fun 25 hours I've had in the past year so it was it's just those memories that you get to make that are just you can't throw them away and you can't not take the opportunity to get those so for sure. It's worth it, for
0: sure. Definitely. All right, so this uh, next question is brought to us by Hydra. So the Chicago layout just dropped a few hours ago. Have you gotten a chance to look at it, and what do you think of it?
1: Oh, have I looked at it? What kind of question is that? <laughs> I've looked at every angle of this layout. I've looked at – oh, my goodness. Um, I think it's a little different for a Chicago layout. Normally, the Chicago layouts are known for a very – aggressive slash I wouldn't say crazy snake because normally they're pretty chill but it's normally pretty like get to the 50s, shoot three guys and walk off the field like it's one of those Uh, I feel like from the pictures and from the on field pictures looks like the Dorito side is the wild side however it looks like you can still shut it down a lot but there's also a lot of moves. Like, I wouldn't say a lot of moves through the middle. There's enough m- moves that you can make through the middle to open up the game. Um, I feel like both the wedges on both the snake side and the Dorito side are going to be huge. Because um, from, from what I heard from the guys that played today, um, it's kind of hard to shoot the snake off the break. Mm. Unless you go straight to that wedge and kind of shoot them. But it, you got to make it to that wedge first. So, um, I don't know. I'm really excited for it. It's got two really strong corners. which We haven't had a corner on both sides of the field that are super strong in a long time. So I feel like this could be a really good layout for the strong back players to help win the games. Um, keeping those people off the wire. Uh, allowing your guys to go to the other side of the field and shoot everybody in the back. Um I think it's gonna be fun. I'm ready for a bloodbath. Uh, we need another bloodbath layout that just head to head that you can just run down the field and just. Oh, my, I'm so excited! It got me. It got me excited just mm. thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I got um, to play it earlier today, um, and what did you think? I thought so. The the thing that stood out to me, uh, besides the the snake being pretty makeable off the break, was. Um, they tried to take away a lot of the cross shots and the like huge oppressive like, hey, you can just get here and shoot cross field and just shut down all movement. And they it looks like they tried to do that, uh but mm. there is you can still kind of even though you can make the Dorito two and the Dorito three, the gap between the Dorito two or three and the and the 50 brick is pretty fat. And you can and,
1: and there's I'm looking at it right now, I see you can shut it one, down
0: from the snake four, side wing really well.
1: three four, five, six, seven, eight. I see at least eight bunkers that can stop that move. yeah, there's a lot of bunkers. you yeah. snap out one person, and there's two more sitting there looking at you, and that could be a really big problem. then again, you get somebody that opposes a threat over there on that Dorito side, and then. They stop looking somewhere else and somebody else opens that up. So I think it's just, I think this layout's going to come down to a lot of people's um, dedication and dominance to a certain side. And because if you have too many people looking at one way on this layout, you're going to get shot in the back, mm-hmm. um, which is a good thing for us because it gives us a lot of windows. So
0: definitely. And uh, just as, I typically play more of a back roll, um, but I also played quite a bit on the Dorito side yeah. earlier today. I love that snake corner. It's like a traditional, hey, dominate the wire, wrap and dominate, get there, push your guy all the way down the field to shoot multiple people in the back. I I love that kind of snake corner, and I've been missing it all season long. Um, yeah. The Dorito uh, side...
1: Brother, had a little, Tiny little cake yeah. that my six two ass can't even kneel behind and get small enough, like...
0: Yeah, that so, and the Dorito side though did steal a lot of points, but it was whenever we dropped that zone. So I think the like look for the early damage and points to come from a player making the snake off the break, crawling to the snake three, looking cross and shooting people. But you can definitely steal some points like mid to late game from the Dorito side whenever those zones stop dropping.
1: And it'll be one of those if we kill those like the certain spots that stop the Dorito side. We can figure out a way to get those bodies off the field early and then get to the spot, and then it's a cakewalk from there. So um, that'll kind of hopefully that'll be the plan is get those important bodies off the field and then let our our, uh, our front players go to work, which sure. I guess I'm the front player. so work.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, go get ready to go to work. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so looking for this next one, you guys are currently in first place for the Division 2 season, uh, and even though D2, you only take your best three majors plus World Cup as far as the series title goes, uh, you guys are going anyways, even though you've got, I think, two second places and a third place, so you're sitting in first place, and really you couldn't improve your standing all that much before World Cup unless you get another second or first place, so what's the strategy behind deciding to attend this event?
1: win um and to compete like I said earlier we don't get that many opportunities to compete down here anymore so this kind of gives up gives us that opportunity to compete um we don't have any other place in mind than to take first this event um Chicago seems to be the place that it's like our um it's always a shit show before Chicago (laughs) for us our our practice schedule Mm -hmm. and Everything's always just everything never lines up for this event. Then when we get there, everything just falls in place, and that's that's kind of it's it's just Chicago for us. I don't know how else to put it. It's uh, every team has that event that they just really good at, and that's that's our event. Um, we're really going. We don't care about the whole. You only have to have three top tier finishes to place for the series we're going to win because we haven't won one yet. We need to win one. Um, it's only going to help us a couple points extra for the series. But we, we have to go. Like if we don't go, we're all, we're not, we're doing ourselves a disfavor, by not going. So we, we were like, we have to go. And it's, it's not that expensive either. It's not like Philly where flights are 800 bucks a piece mm-hmm. both ways. So, um, it's it's definitely one of those events that we have fun at. We enjoy being there. Um, like last year we went to a Cubs game. I, mean, I think we went to two Cubs games, um, and hung out at the hotel, played some putt-putt, did a bunch of Uno, um, just hung out. Like it, it's one of those events that it's fun to be at. Um, our one our single goal in mind is just to win. Um, put a put a win up on that first on that board. Um, and go into Cup strong because this is the last event before Cup, and if we go, if we if we finish strong here, then we're gonna we're gonna finish strong at Cup for sure.
0: Definitely, and I know there's a couple of Texas teams that uh they like. Chicago's been very good to Texas over the years, so yeah, uh, I know X Factor won Chicago uh, a couple of years ago, right after they had won Philly. I know Notorious won Chicago in their Division Two season. Um. And I think they made the finals in Chicago in their semi-pro season. I want to say that they made so. the finals against Blast Camp. Um, I think so. So Chicago's been pretty good to Texas' teams. So uh, continue the Hopefully tradition. It rain.
1: Hopefully it rains this year in, in the finals again because I love rain events. And last year it was a storm. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the fields were flooded. Like you couldn't get a good start off the box to save your life. But – if you slid, you would slide three bunkers past where you extend, like intended to uh, slide into. Uh... The rain events are fun. I I enjoy it. Like the picture uh, we put on Instagram earlier for of me, like sliding. That was Chicago last year. Um, I
0: feel like every event this year's been a rain event.
1: I love it. I, I love I love the rain. I love playing in the rain. It just it makes paintball a little bit different. It makes paintball a lot faster than it does slower. It Speeds it up a little bit
0: definitely all right so uh next question kind of talking about your practice schedule and all that so how has shut up or trying prepared during the, the long like mid-season three-month gap and what are you, and obviously your goals are uh looking to win this one but how how are, have y'all prepared during this long gap
1: um we've all been playing um tournaments uh not necessarily together but uh, apart from each other like we've been playing some people have been playing the mech x's um, the xtpL champions um, I went and played a Iccpl or I think it was the Pittsburgh open classic um, but we've been practicing night ball um, Sundays like we got together the past couple Sundays and played ball together um, like uh, diesel was out there like I was practicing with diesel first thing in the morning against paintball fit and then when PP fit was done for the day shut up d2 came over and played diesel so i played with shut up and played against diesel um just to get some looks against them and we went and played for a couple more hours and then this past weekend we played from eight o'clock to three o'clock and just grind grinded out um picked up uh cullen from ac kids um he's i think he's like 17 he's basically my age but i call him a kid whatever uh, he deserved a spot to try out, and he earned it, and he got a spot. And um, it's one of those opportunity things that I was talking about earlier. You just got to give people opportunities, and he earned it. Um, we've been we've been working hard. Uh, some of the guys were out there tonight. Um, I'll be out there tomorrow night and Friday night, um, and then Sunday, and then uh, yeah, we're driving out Wednesday and keep going.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll be uh, rooting for you along with the rest of the Texas teams to go in and, uh, you know, go in and dominate Chicago as is tradition. So uh, so this next question and for anybody who's here in the chat, uh, first off, welcome and thank you. I know that this episode is much later than usual. uh, So thank you for watching and tuning in. You have something that you want to ask Logan. Be sure to get your question in now because we're getting towards the end here.
1: So uh, this next question's to questions because somebody <laughs> will ask something
0: out of pocket. Uh, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> the trolling's the best part. So uh, this next question is brought to us by get Dat shot. So message him on Facebook or Instagram. That's at get that underscore shot for media coverage at Chicago or at any of the upcoming bunker fester and Excel events. So, uh, Logan, is there anybody in Texas, either teams, players, brands, projects, that have caught your attention lately? Who do you think deserves more recognition for what they're doing?
1: Xtpl for sure. Um, not only for putting on some of the best paintball events that I've ever played ever. Um, they do those prize giveaways, the paintball munching contest, which you God, those paint is nasty to eat. But uh, it's it's so cool to watch um, prize giveaways. They're throwing they're throwing spires at people um, mask, pod packs, jerseys, like hundred dollars worth of items, just throwing them out, just so people in Texas can just get better gear just to play. Um, obviously, Jacob Johnson, uh, freaking killer. He's we've been growing together for years now, and um, he earned, his, he earned his spot. He earned what he's doing right now, and congratulations to him. Um, almost all of my – I say my – almost all of our AC kids, Landon, Ashton, Cullen, um, some of them have taken on bigger roles of doing adult grown-up shit, like working in the oil fields, and some of them are in school and just playing paintball. Um Cooper Harrison. I think I talked about him earlier. That kid and his his dad is his biggest advocate, which thank God he is because Chris is one of the best people in paintball I've met. Uh, Cooper has been working his butt off and deserves every single chance he gets right now. Um, Dallas Vibe. The Vibe girls have been working their ass off. And I am – scared to admit it, but I'm going to admit it. Um, they, they kicked our ass a couple times this weekend. Um, one of their snake players, Angie, she was on our side of the snake almost every chance she got. And she definitely bunkered a couple people in the back of the head. And I'm not going to say who <laughs> Cedric, um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, no, they're going to be scary for this event. Um,
0: yeah. Um, well, I know I know that firsthand. The Titans uh, recently added Leslie to our uh, Division Four team, and yeah. she's she's been killing it. She killed it's it at mean, uh, huh? USXBL, and she's been killing it at it all the events. Crazy.
1: No, everybody underestimates these women like they can't play paintball. Um, but if you give them a chance, they're going to smoke you. Um, yeah, for sure. How do not think of anybody else? Um, um, thanks to Henman for trying to grow Texas paintball a little bit more Um, trying to bring back that D3 series, that would be great Um, I would love love to see another one on one event come around, like another ultimate shootout type event Um, that would be sick because that was, yeah was
0: sick, it was definitely. Uh, I'm in the works for getting one uh, set up at X Factor during the off season, so stay tuned. Let's run it, let's do it. All right, so I think that about does it for our show. So, uh, this final question is brought to us by Compete, which is shell Stewart's brand. Message him on Facebook or Instagram, mention in the pits for 10% off of your order of soft goods. So, Logan, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any last shout outs or things you'd like to say before we sign off?
1: Um shout out to Empire Paintball, Paintball Fit, uh Hydra, um, GI Sports, JT Paintball, uh Compete. Um I'm forgetting someone, I know it. Um I'm XTPL um trying to think. I think that's uh I think that's about it. Uh, XXV the label for sure. Diaz as is definitely growing right now. If you guys need some clothes or, uh, some streetwear paintball wear, uh, go ahead up XXV the label. Um, if you need group orders, Diaz can do it. I'll get you going. Um, that's about it, man.
0: Sweet. Awesome. So, uh, that does it for our show. Thank you everybody so much for tuning in. Be sure to go follow Logan at logan.hanzel.one on Instagram. Uh, What other guests would y'all like to see on the show? Be sure to leave a comment down below while you're at it. Hit that subscribe button. The show goes live weekly here on youtube.com slash at in the pits paintball podcast and recordings are posted to YouTube, Amazon, Apple podcasts, and Spotify. The next day, I want to give a shout out to my partner and sponsor to your subscribers on Patreon, our newest one, YI paintball. FU Athletics, get that shot, paintball kumite, compete, Bem raps, skull monkeys paintball, Hydra XTPL events, Mariachi Aguilas de Oro and Pod Runners Union. We will see you all next week for episode 65 where we're going to have Charles Dean. He is the owner of Maxed and uh does some does some really cool things for Texas teams. Uh he does the I know he supplies the jerseys for Austin Notorious. He's been around a long time. Uh, within Texas, so we're going to get him on and hear his story. So uh, that does it for this show. Logan, thank you so much for your time, man.
1: having me, man. Appreciate it.